If you are in the military, uh, you've got a pay raise coming your way, thanks to something the Senate did yesterday with a National Defense Authorization Act. Uh, hopefully it will also get, that part of it at least, will get approval over in the House. Also, there is a new effort underway to make sure that families that need intervention when it comes to opioid addiction uh, do have access to that. And there's some other very newsy things uh, that will be <laughs> happening in the next 48 hours in the Senate before they go on recess. And we wanted to discuss all of it with our next guest, Senator Gary Peters, chair of the Homeland Security and Government Affairs Committee, and of course, Michigan U.S. Senator. Gary, good morning. Well, good morning, Guy. It's good to be with you and uh, Lloyd and Jamie. Thanks for having me on. L- let me get to just kind of the news of the day or maybe the day after tomorrow. And that is this uh, the, the, the bill to support Ukraine. Uh, it's also tied to border security. We understand there have been some significant compromises that both the White House and Senate Democrats have added to it. What do you know about it, and do you think we can get this thing done? Well, I certainly uh, hope we get it done because I think it's absolutely essential that we uh, do it. Uh, we're certainly pushing very hard to get an agreement where everybody can find uh, common ground. We certainly want to make sure that we secure our borders uh, here in the United States. It's a priority for me, particularly as chair of Homeland Security Committee. That's what I do. And, you know, we've worked on a number of bills uh, out of my committee in a bipartisan way to do just that. Uh, some of those will be incorporated, I would expect, uh, in this final uh, version. But we also need to ensure there's funding uh, for Ukraine, which is at a very difficult time right now in their battle against uh, the illegal uh, attack by the Russians, uh, a critical fight for freedom across the the world. And then, of course, we want to deal with the situation uh, Mm -hmm. in Gaza, make sure Israel has the resources they need to continue to defend uh, uh, itself, uh, as well as humanitarian aid to deal with the civilian casualties that we're seeing on the ground in Gaza as well. But specifically, how will it help with border security? Is it technology? Is it building the wall? Or is it increased power of expulsion and raising the bar for asylum. What, what are we talking about? Yeah, you know, I think uh, basically I think it's going to be all of the above because we have to have all of those factors uh, have to be a part of it. Clearly, technology is a, is a critical piece, particularly dealing with uh, the other problem, in addition to folks coming across the border, and that's fentanyl, uh, the, the drug scores that we have, uh, that we have to have more sophisticated inspection equipment at the border. It's yes. legislation that's actually passed out of uh, out of Homeland Security. It's not intrusive. You know, the, our folks on the border have an incredibly uh, difficult job because they have to do two things. First, they have to keep us safe. That's the most important thing. But they also have to allow trade to move freely across the border. And certainly we know that here in Michigan with Canada, a mm-hmm. major trading partner, you have to allow that to move forward for the economy, but you have to screen. And there are uh, non-intrusive inspection ways that as vehicles and trucks are moving through, uh, smugglers are pretty sophisticated in how they hide that stuff, and that's why we need to have highly sophisticated yeah. technology to detect it uh, as well. So that will be part of it, but certainly uh, dealing with the asylum system, dealing with how we're processing uh, folks. Uh, and uh, where we process them and where they stay while they're being processed. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah no, I, absolutely. You need those facilities to do that. We need more uh, border patrol officers uh, as well, which is uh, something that I've authored to increase the number of folks uh, uh, the people on the border right now are uh, uh, understaffed, uh, overworked, uh, and mm-hmm. it's a very difficult situation. Senator, do you think it's likely that people could stay, Congress could stay to get this done? We, uh, we'd we like to stay until it gets done because it's, uh, it's critical. And, and I think uh, we all know we've got a very busy January when it comes to just keeping the government open in the budget. 
But this is a critical issue at the border. It's a critical issue in Ukraine right now. Uh, funds are, are coming to an end uh, in their uh, fight. Uh, uh, and if they are not funded, in fact, we had President Zelensky here in Washington earlier this week that met with me and others. Uh, it's a pretty, uh, pretty uh, kind of uh, dire situation if they don't receive additional armaments uh, to fight the Russians. And then, of course, we're all following closely what's happening in Gaza uh, and understand that particularly uh, Israel's need for air defense. They continue to have uh, indiscriminate rocket attacks uh, against uh, their cities and their population. Uh, the, the system that they had in place has uh, been expending a lot of that ordinance to knock these rockets down, and that's coming to an end, and that needs to be uh, replenished, and we want to help with that. Senator Peters, as a member of the Senate Armed Services Committee, uh, I know some of uh, the key provisions uh, and some Michigan priorities were in the uh, National Defense uh, Bill, uh, of course, pay raises for troops. But I'm interested in the strengthening cybersecurity, because as you know, China has made its way into some of this uh, uh, American cyber infrastructure without being detected for like a year or so. And and they've they've hit like uh, utilities, water utilities in Hawaii, a port. Uh, on the U.S. West Coast and some oil and gas pipelines. What are we doing to make sure that doesn't happen? It is a, sig- uh, a significant problem and a concern, uh, Lloyd. I appreciate you bringing that up. And most of those provisions come through my committee and Homeland Security. We're the top cyber uh, security committee in the Senate. Uh, we passed a very expansive uh, package of bills uh, last year to enhance our ability to uh, to defend our country against these uh, attacks, especially against critical uh, infrastructure. Although in the National Defense Authorization, some of my bills were incorporated in that to uh, uh, have the Department of Defense actually work more closely with the Department of Homeland Security and provide additional cyber assistance to fight uh, these very sophisticated, coordinated attacks by foreign uh, actors. I also had a bill put in place to have a a foreign cyber uh, incident response plan as our allies are attacked. Oftentimes our allies are attacked first and then those attacks come to us. Uh, The fact that we can lean forward into cyber attacks in a coordinated way with the Department of Homeland Security and the Department of Defense is going to be critical uh, and a big part of this national defense authorization that just passed the Senate and will hopefully pass in the House. We've been... Far too tolerant. I mean, it, it, it is bordering on an act of war when they're starting to test critical infrastructure like that, especially as it relates to where our Pacific fleet is located. Mm-hmm. Uh, Senator Peters, I know, and, and you know, uh, families who have uh, juvenile opioid addicts, those struggling with drug addiction, but are at a younger age, adolescents, and when they try to get treatment, they can't get it. And we're seeing young lives wasted or on the way to being wasted. Uh, You've got some legislation that's bipartisan, and you've done a great job pulling together some sponsors. Tell me about it. Well, and we just passed it out of uh, committee as well. It'll go to the uh, the full uh, Senate, a part of a a larger uh, bill that um, will support a variety of programs. But I've been focused on uh, opioid addiction, as you mentioned. Uh, It is uh, a huge uh, problem. I think it's touched every family. Everybody knows someone that has been touched by this uh, addiction. It continues uh, to grow. And as we know, it doesn't just impact adults, uh, it impacts uh, adolescents uh, as well. One of the treatments that's used to help people get off of this addiction is uh, the use of uh, some medication. It's medicated assisted treatment, but it's been primarily designed for adults. And yet we have found that it is incredibly effective with uh, trained professionals, uh, with adolescents, 
Uh, I actually uh, passed legislation to create a pilot program that was successful. That program came to an end. It expired. And then the new legislation that I've introduced in a bipartisan way is now included in a bill that came out of committee uh, uh, just uh, recently that will extend that and continue to allow adolescents to get this very effective treatment uh, as long as it's in the hands of skilled, uh, uh, skilled medical professionals. And quickly, Senator Selfridge, what is the future there? Could more planes be coming? Uh, we are focused on uh, Selfridge. It's a top priority for me is to make sure Selfridge continues to play a, a key role in our country's uh, national security. Uh, one thing that we have been particularly focused on is replacing uh, the KC-135s, which are the uh, tanker aircraft that mm-hmm. operate out of Selfridge. Uh, they're old. They'll be replaced they're going to be replaced uh, by a KC-46, which is a brand-new tanker. Uh, we have, uh, as a result of aggressive work in pushing for a replacement, in fact, Senator Stabenow and I uh, held up the nomination of uh, Air Force Secretary Kendall uh, because we were not pleased with the kind of uh, reaction we were getting from the Air Force when it came to a plan for Selfridge going forward. And out of uh, that effort, uh, we got a commitment to uh, keep the A-10s flying longer. We still need to replace them, and we can talk about that. But also a commitment to replace uh, the tankers uh, with these new aircraft. We, we now have to lock that down. We currently have uh, eight uh, KC-135s uh, there at Selfridge. Uh, the new squadron of KC-46s would be 12, a lot more uh, personnel, a lot larger uh, uh, increase in active duty personnel. We have a, a tentative commitment for that. We're now in the process of aggressively locking that down so we, that we know those aircraft will be there in the future. And then we go to work on uh, the next uh, fighter aircraft uh, for uh, Selfridge, which is uh, a total commitment. And, and getting the, that F-15 at EX uh, residency at Selfridge would be a, a big step forward. I know you're working with a number of other lawmakers uh, from Michigan on that as well. Uh, Senator Peters, have a wonderful Christmas with you and your family and a happy new year. And we so appreciate connecting with you. And we look forward to doing it more often in the new year. Well, thank you to all three of you. Uh, Have a wonderful Christmas, uh, happy new year. And uh, I will look forward to being with you again next year. All right. Good enough. We we hopefully he can come home soon, but he sounds like he wants to make sure that job is done. Just just until we can get the ink dry on that on that uh, (laughs) on the border and Ukraine bill. Uh, some interesting ripples coming out of the New England Patriots. Could Bill Belichick soon be available? And would we want him if he was? <laughs> Jamie's already shaking her head. <laughs> That's next on JR Morning.